WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gilman. It's Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. Shots were fired near the University of Illinois campus early Sunday morning. Police responded to the shooting at Florida and Maryland, just outside of Florida Avenue Residence Hall at around 1.30 in the morning. No injuries have been reported. According to Urbana Police, there are currently three vehicles which are potential suspects in the shooting. The shooting comes as the number of reported gun-related incidents increase in Champaign-Urbana. Urbana Police say the number of shootings has already surpassed that of last year. A campus security email was sent out to students and staff later that morning. The body of University of Illinois graduate Inyaki Baskaran was recovered from the Chicago River on Friday evening, just less than one week since he was last seen by friends. Baskaran had reportedly gone to a bar before calling his roommate from a nearby Walgreens to tell him that he would be coming home. Baskaran did not respond to any texts or phone calls after that time, leading friends and family to think his phone had died. A cause of death has not officially been determined yet. The 23-year-old was living in Chicago's Lakeview neighborhood and was working for a media company. Funeral services will be held tomorrow at Our Lady of Perpetual Help Church in Glenview. The first week of the COP26 conference concluded this Sunday. Many world leaders expanded on the promises made during their opening remarks, focusing talks and agreements on core goals like ending deforestation, limiting methane emissions, and reducing global reliance on coal. The conference has been the subject of widespread criticism by climate activists. They contend that world leaders have not done enough to adequately address the issue. Throughout the weekend, tens of thousands of protesters marched on the conference's venue in Glasgow, and prominent activists like Greta Thunberg and Vanessa Nakate appeared in the city to address the crowds. The conference's second week of talks have now begun, and a massive multilateral agreement is expected to be presented by the end of the week. Non-essential travel to the United States is now allowed again, provided visitors show proof of a COVID-19 vaccination. The land and air borders of the U.S. have been closed in some capacity for nearly 21 months. According to reporting from Reuters, reopening the border unleashed increased demand for travel, especially from Canada and Mexico. Many families separated by borders were able to reunite for the first time in nearly two years. There are still certain exceptions to the vaccination rule, including for essential work and travel, like students and truck drivers. However, the Biden administration plans to mandate proof of vaccination for these travelers by January. And that is the news for today. Contributing reporting for today's broadcast was provided by Laszlo Toth, Jackson Janes, Barrett Wynn, and Owen Henderson. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda, and our political editor is Jane Knight. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Tori Gilman.